Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu/visit. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. March the second, the day Alicia Showalter Reynolds went missing, came and went again this year with no new leads or no new information regarding the case. Alicia Showalter Reynolds was the basis for season one of this podcast. And having done this podcast almost over three years ago, with no real updates, no advances, I have to admit, I lost hope. Didn't do any new episodes, and even let the dedicated website go. I can't even begin to imagine how the family must feel waiting over 20 years with no closure. What most people don't know is that season one of Route 29 Stalker was our very first attempt at any podcast period. It was my wife and I on the road with an audio recorder doing what we felt would help keep these cases alive. And to this day, I still get emails regarding the case. While I think about Alicia's case daily, There was another case that had an update recently where the main suspect was and is still for some the Route 29 stalker. This case was always a constant reminder of all the female victims Route 29 has claimed. This one always made me tear up when traveling through the area. Not only because it was another young woman missing but because she had gone to the same schools I had. She was a volleyball player. And my wife, if you remember during season one, was a high school girls volleyball coach. And the family kept a banner asking for any information at the same gas station as she went missing this whole time. So every time we would drive through the area, even while recording the first season and to this day, we would be reminded. And until recently, I had held out hope. Hope that the Route 29 stalker was gone and that Route 29 itself hadn't claimed yet another victim. And that hopefully, the stalker or stalkers were long gone and maybe even dead. But this case, this case to me, makes Route 29 an even darker place than I thought. The Murder of Alexis Murphy August 3rd, 2013. Alexis Murphy became another 29 victim when she left her home in Shipman, Virginia to travel to Lynchburg which is an estimated 39-minute drive. She was last seen at Liberty Gas Station in Lovingston, 
located on Route 29, on the evening of August 3rd, where she was driving a white 2003 Nissan Maxima. Lovingston is a small town in Nelson County. In the following days, Alexis was reported as missing, and a search was launched. Murphy's car was found on August 6th in Albemarle County, where it had been abandoned in a theater parking lot. Then, on August 10th, the police announced that they were trying to identify photographs of persons seen in close proximity to Murphy. The following day, a suspect, later identified as Randy Taylor, was arrested. Prior to arresting Taylor, police investigated him as one of several people who appeared on a gas station surveillance video. The police searched Taylor's camper, where they found a strand of Murphy's hair. And as Taylor lived near a river, dive teams and canine units conducted a search and found a red sweater. The sweater was initially speculated to have belonged to Murphy, but an investigator later stated otherwise. Several cell phones were also found and sent to the FBI lab in Quantico for testing, and authorities found DNA evidence that Murphy had been in Taylor's camper. And on September 24, 2013, Taylor was indicted on two felony charges, and in January 2014, Taylor was indicted on charges of first-degree murder, first-degree felony murder, and abduction with the intent to defile as well as an unrelated grand larceny charge, and investigators searched Taylor's property shortly before he was set to be tried. Taylor's case was then brought to trial on May 1st, 2014. Jury selection took about eight hours to complete, and the trial was presided over by Judge Michael Gamble. Judge Gamble issued a gag order to prevent law enforcement officials, lawyers, and their employees from speaking publicly about the case. Taylor pleaded not guilty to the charges of murder, stating that while Murphy had been in his camper, she had arrived with another man, Damon Brown, in order to buy marijuana, and that the two had left together. His lawyer argued that law enforcement did not fully investigate this claim and focused predominantly on Taylor, despite Brown leaving the state shortly after Murphy disappeared. Evidence brought against Taylor included testimony from a cashier at the gas station, a bloody t-shirt, and evidence pulled from Taylor's camper, which included the strand of hair, a torn fingernail, and a diamond earring stud. And then on May 8th, Taylor was found guilty on the charges of first-degree murder and the commission of an abduction and abduction with intent to defile in connection with the disappearance of Murphy. During the sentencing, Taylor tried to bargain for a lesser sentence. He said that the third person had been involved and that he would reveal the location of the body in exchange for a 20-year sentence. Taylor's offer was declined. And on July 23, 2014, Taylor was given two life sentences. 
New developments tonight in the disappearance of Alexis Murphy. The 17-year-old Virginia girl went missing in August. Today, the person of interest in her case, Randy Taylor, was indicted for murder. Richard Reeve in our newsroom now with the latest on the Alexis Murphy mystery. Rich? Well, Allison, it is a mystery, and at least publicly, there are a lot of unknowns about this case. Now, that murder indictment was handed up by a special grand jury, but because a judge has issued a gag order, prosecutors are releasing few details. Still no comment about Alexis Murphy's whereabouts. The disappearance of Alexis Murphy five months ago left her family in anguish. We spoke with the teen's mother shortly after she went missing in August 2013. It's like my heart just been ripped out. My heart been ripped out. But today, perhaps some closure with the announcement of a murder indictment against the prime suspect, 48-year-old Randy Taylor. The return of indictments only means that the grand jury found probable cause exists for the charges that I mentioned and that Randy Taylor should go on trial for those charges. Murphy was last seen at this Liberty gas station in Lovingston, Virginia. Witnesses told detectives she was talking with a man fitting Taylor's description. A week later, police arrested Taylor on an abduction charge. Seize, take, transport, detain or secrete Alexis Tierra Murphy. But there was still no trace of the missing teen. At the time, Murphy's mother tried to stay hopeful. Someone called me, I'm like, I hope that's her. I mean, I look at my phone, hoping it's her. There were tantalizing clues. Murphy's car was discovered in Charlottesville three days after her disappearance. Police traced her cell phone signal near Taylor's home, and later found the cell phone itself. I just want her home. I just want everybody to be together. But because of a court-imposed gag order, Prosecutors are releasing few details of the case. They and family members have declined to comment on her whereabouts. Now, the charges against Taylor include murder during the commission of an abduction, abduction with intent to defile, and an unrelated vehicle larceny charge. He has maintained his innocence. Police also say Taylor is a person of interest in the 2010 disappearance of another woman, Samantha Clark, born Virginia. Taylor is due back in court next month. Is Randy Taylor the Route 29 stalker? He is 50 years old and does resemble the now famous sketch. If not, is he some kind of evil apprentice? And apparently, I'm not the only one who has been reminded that Route 29 has some very evil unsolved secrets. Taylor's in jail, accused in her disappearance, but Murphy's still missing. Hers is the latest in a string of disappearances off Route 29 in Virginia. Steve Shanavis in the newsroom with more. Steve. Dan Gordon, first up, uh, lots of activity and a lot of investigators right now at Randy Taylor's house. I just talked with the FBI. They say they are just conducting a follow-up search right now. We'll let you know if anything changes there. As for that region, the number of disappearances are just astonishing. As one person familiar with the investigation told me, between documented abductions and missing persons who may or may not be runaways, there may be as many as 18 unsolved disappearances in that region over the the past two decades. Investigators now hope the most recent disappearance of Alexis will shed new light on those old cases. As investigators continue to search for 17-year-old Alexis Murphy, they are reminded of other young people who have disappeared along Route 29, whose abductors have never been found. In addition to Murphy's disappearance near Lovingston, Deshaun Sage Smith disappeared from Charlottesville in 2012, Samantha Clark from Orange in 2010, Morgan Harrington from Charlottesville in 2009, and Alicia Showalter Reynolds and Ann Carolyn McDaniel from the Culpeper area in 1996. 
Those two cases were at the time of the Route 29 stalker attacks, where more than a dozen women driving along Route 29 reported being stopped by a man who flagged them down. All of them got away except Reynolds, whose remains were found a few miles off the highway. We do welcome the additional publicity and putting focus back on it. Orange County prosecutor Diana Wheeler is one of many members of the legal community hoping Murphy's disappearance jogs the memories of people who live in this mostly rural area, particularly with a suspect, 48-year-old Randy Taylor, now behind bars, charged with abducting Alexis Murphy. He's also been a person of interest in Samantha Clark's disappearance since well before his recent arrest. And while investigators won't say if he's connected to any of the other unsolved abductions, they will say they're taking a fresh look at all of these cases dating back nearly 20 years trying to close the cases for justice and the victims' families. It's an open wound for them, and they, you know, they still grieve a great deal because there's no, there's no knowing what happened. Of those six unsolved missing persons we just showed you, investigators did find the remains of three of them in wooded areas or fields not far from Route 29. One of the places investigators have focused on every day in the search for Alexis Murphy, including right now, is a wooded area near Randy Taylor's home just off Route 29. Audrey? Sadly, there was an update to this case recently. And as I mentioned earlier in the episode, that update is what really made me reevaluate the Route 29 Stalker podcast. And I know that a podcast is so insignificant in the grand scheme of things when it comes to family loss, but it really made me reevaluate if we should continue to do more episodes just so that these women are never forgotten in these cases stay alive, and that people always remember the danger that's out there. This case, like I said, has been a constant reminder of all the other unsolved cases along this dark highway. Seven years after Murphy went missing, the Nelson County Sheriff's Office, the FBI's Richmond Division, and the Virginia State Police Bureau of Criminal Investigation's Appomattox Field Office announced that they had recovered her remains. Over the years, authorities continued to search for her, with law enforcement expanding the search each time, the Sheriff's Office said in a release. On December 3, 2020, Murphy's remains were located on private property near Stagebridge Road, along Route 29 in Lovingston, near where she had stopped for gas. So thank you all for being here to uh, spread, spread the news uh, that Alexis is being brought home. So. What can you tell us about the location where the remains were found? Was this on Taylor's property? And the property uh, is just, just north of Lovingston here. I uh, can't go into great details where that is because it's private property. So, um, you know, when time allows, we'll, we'll maybe be able to discuss it a little bit more in depth. Well, what can you tell us about what led investigators to this area after seven years? Well, the searches have continued throughout the seven years. It's been continuous. Um, there's always information that comes in from time to time. Some of those leads have been fruitful, but it's just branched out and just continued to go further and further um, north. So. Um, so it said in the press release that the case is um, now closed. Um, can you talk to me yes. a little bit about that? And are you looking for any evidence? Or are you confident that Randy Taylor did it? 
the, the case is closed. Um, and I appreciate you asking that question. Uh, what we're concentrating now on is Alexis's family and, and ultimately bringing Alexis home. Um, the case is closed. Um, individual was uh, found guilty. Um, a trial took place, and this is the last piece of this case is bringing Alexis home. Is there any connection to uh, this discovery um, with Samantha Clark or anything new that we have learned about that case? I can only comment on, on cases that are here in Nelson. Um, you know, other investigations that may be transpiring in other localities, you know, I, I'm unsure of. I can't comment on that because I'm not in control of those. So, uh, again, um, you know, I want to thank you all for being here and, and thank you for taking the time and willingness to come out and chat. Um, it just means a lot to us that you all stay connected over these, these long seven years. and. Um, it means the world to us that y'all would be here to televise that or to give that information. That's a question people want to know. Yeah, why, you know, why so long, you know, seven years? Um, with investigations, there, um, there, this, this particular case, of course, there's a lot of, lot of stuff um, that, you know, had to be analyzed and continuous. Um, although, you know, this individual had gone to trial, um, it has continued throughout the years to bring Alexis home, and that was the ultimate goal. Um, as, you, as you look at the re release, the family has asked for some privacy. Is there processing? Um, but then again, you know, that's, that's the thing is uh, our ultimate goal is bring her home. As the family stated, you know, that promise was made to bring her home and it's been fulfilled. So thank you all. Were there any clues that kind of specifically led you guys to, to finding her, her remains now? As I stated earlier, it's been continuous searches throughout the years that have continuously led in, in that direction. So, um, and, and with all searches, um, with missing persons, um, there's a lot of different, you know, factors that, that come into place and how that, you know, is, um, I'd say, looked into. Um, if you may, you may remember back in, um, I think it was June, July of this past year, there was um, a young girl that was missing with autism, and there's so many factors that go into place. And um, the Virginia Department of, uh, of Emergency Management, they assist with um, search and rescue as well. Um, and so that's another thing is they're constantly analyzing data, time spans, um, you know, technology, whatever. There's so many different factors. It's, it's really amazing uh, what all goes into uh, investigating. Yes, sometimes it feels to uh, have these answers. And um, what do you want to say to the to the greater community? I mean, it's you know, I'll say this to our community. Um, no one gave up. It's been continuous. The family, friends, um, the agencies that have been involved. Um, federal agencies, state agencies, um, the community just, just as a whole. Um, Nelson County is a very tight-knit community. Um, I love working here. I love serving. And that's one of the great things about us. Um, we're very resourceful. Um, we, we do not mind asking for help if we, we don't always have the means. And um, in, in these situations, you know, we have to lean on one another. And um, so our community did not give up. And, and that, that I'm very thankful for. And I'm very appreciative. And, you know, as I stated earlier, I, I you know, please keep the family, friends, our community in prayers and thoughts during this time. One day soon, I truly hope that Alicia's family can have closure, that her killer will be brought to justice. As for Alexis Murphy, Randy Taylor is now in jail and won't be getting out. So this isn't an unsolved case anymore. So where does that leave us with finding the Route 29 stalker? Was Randy Taylor the stalker? Will records show that he was in jail from 1995 to early 96 when Alicia was killed. So if he wasn't Alicia's killer, could he have more victims out there? Was the stalker another serial killer? And the main question I'm left with now 
is why does Route 29 itself keep claiming victims year after year? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.